Hello, and welcome into episode 145 145 of Bourbon and Bad Opinions, where what we're drinking is slightly better than what we're thinking. Uh, kind of a reduced crew. Skeleton crew <laughs> Skeleton today. crew today. No Sean, no Chad. We do have Heather. Hi. And the most importantly... Ahoy hoy. We have a hoy hoy. We are not a hoy hoyless this this time around. Correct. Which a is quorum. Which is good. It is a quorum. And that's little that's, did we know you'd institute that you'd actually use that rule as yeah. quickly and as frequently as you have. That's my new rule, right? Is if we have if it's me if it's me and at least two other people here, then we are gonna we're we're gonna go. We are gonna we're gonna provide content for the five people that listen. Me and the Lewises. Yes. You and yes. two. That's me the rule. and two. Yeah. Yes. Me. Me and two. And it's me and two today. Two that's, of the Lewises. That's the rule. So yeah, here we are. Here we are. Um, yeah. Good to be here. Week one of college football. That in the books. It is, it is. It's been a, a warm one. Looked like you had fun yesterday. I did. Although it was, it was really hot. It was fun. It was hot. I didn't get super sunburned, though, because I had my bucket hat on. Good. So that was good. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Uh, I thought the beer sales went well at Commonwealth Stadium. Hashtag not my Kroger Field. I never waited. Did you wait in line? I purchased once, and I did not. I bought from the roving vendors, because we're in the beer desert on the visitors, technically the visitors upstairs side. Where the maps, they did an excellent... I thought UK did an excellent job of conveying actually where, did, where, where you could yeah. buy the products that were available. They actually did. So that they had a map. They had everything marked. It was color-coded by what you could purchase where. They had all the options listed. There were um, seltzers. That one seltzer. Yeah, it was one seltzer. It was that Bud Light yep. plum-looking something Whatever. that people were yeah. enjoying. Um Yingling, Micklight, Bud Light. That was about it. Um, Yingling all day. There was a country boy was sold according to the map. Okay. I didn't I like see anybody. That. I only saw a few people with draft beers. Most yeah, of it was most, cans. Most of it was cans. Yeah. And that seemed to be the quicker version. Well, and you know, tall boy. They were tall boys of Yingling, which was good. Ten dollars, I didn't think it was terrible. It's not bad for a tall. No, at, right at, at an event. Yeah, at an not event. At, at an event, I didn't think it was terrible at not all, all. Um, for what you were getting. I think that the. Uh, Sarah said the Bud Lights were $9, but I think more people were buying those just for the bottle because it, it, it was a commemorative UK football bottle. So it was an aluminum bottle, but it okay. was white, and then it had like a football helmet on it, and it had UK on the back. And so Sarah bought one, and she actually said that some guy told her she wanted to, the commemorative bottle to just pour the beer down the sink. Yeah, you got to sell I mean, that Bud Light somehow. Yeah, right. And 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 <laughs> I and we actually talked about this on GBS and the fact that it's, uh, Sarah, Lauren, and I don't like Bud Light, but because we've never liked it, like we've just never. The beer right. has always given me personally a tremendous headache mm-hmm. every time I've I've mm-hmm. had it. So if I'm going to have like a light beer like that, I'm going Miller or Miller Light or Coors Light mm-hmm. just because Bud Light has always given me a really bad headache. It's funny you say that because my mom used to drink Bud Light and would get a really bad headache from Coors Light. So it's funny mm. how our bodies... Yeah, it's weird. We, it's yeah. almost like you have a, an allergy or intolerance to some, one. Something, yeah. something. Yeah, because yeah. I do, because we would go like to BW3s or something and I would get Bud Light and then I'd just be like, oh my God, my head the next day. It just, even if you didn't ha- even have that many... Yeah. My head is just killing. So, nothing. There's somebody we know who has this theory that 
people can drink two of th- two of the three. Yeah, Bud Miller oh. and then Coors, or not all, but not all three. Everybody, seem, the majority of the people you talk to seem to have one of those three. That and it's not that you know, oh. like you the tequila thing. Like oh, I had too much one time and it's not for me. But it, it's as though everybody says. One of them I can't do because it, it just makes it just it gives you a headache. Yeah, me. it doesn't agree. With I me. believe this. And Bud yeah. Light's the one for me. I just for whatever reason I've had it in the years ago in the past, but now it just it gives me a headache. And I don't. I know there's nothing in it, but flavored water. Yeah, similar to the rest. I drink Miller Light, Coors Light all day long, but yeah, mm-hmm. something about that Bud Light just is always giving me a bad headache. Wow. I don't know why. But yeah, that, I do remember that now. Somebody saying that that's the theory is you could drink two out of three, but not all three. And I couldn't sit there at that game in the sun and have any beer. I would get a horrible migraine. Like for me, yeah. it's any kind of like beer mm-hmm. in, the, in the heat. Oh no. Yeah. Different with a cocktail, but for some reason, beer in the heat. I learned that the hard way by the pool in Vegas. Oh man, it's a headache you do not want. Yeah. It's like dehydration on top of dehydration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know it quick because it's. Oh yeah. Comes. It, yeah. I'm comes sure on. that's comes part on. of it because it was really hot. It was. It was hot. But it, I will say they did a good job communicating to people what was available and where you had to go to get it. They did a good job. Um, we expected there were always people kind of wandering through the the seating areas. I never saw that. So when I went down to purchase, um, I asked the lady. I said, "So are you all selling out before you even get to the stands?" And she told me that they weren't allowed to go to the stands. They had to stay in the concourse. So that's so, something they did not express to us. But you quickly kind of figured out you had to go down there to get it. But it um, it was easy to find a tub person though. I don't call them that. I do. They're tub people. They will always be their tub That's people. Incredibly rude. Um, Yo, tub man. Give me a beer. But it honestly, they were very. They did a good job, and the people in front of me were good. It. I made the comment to Carrie as we walked people, as we watched people walk up the stairs. Every person was carrying something. There were okay. a few people that were doing soft drinks. I only saw one group of people, and they were because we're by the we're by the upper tier, the upper level student section. So you did see a lot of the students. So the students that were carrying, I only saw a couple of them that did draft, because that to me I would not have done draft mm-hmm. on a hot day like that in an open container. Like you're gonna, you're just. Plus, it's a smaller, it's a smaller pour. Yeah, it's a smaller it may have pour. been sixteen ounces. Uh, I think but it was twelve. It looks less. I think it was twelve. And I would have thought the whole time I got. And charged. I'd rather pay the ten dollars for the two extra ounces or four extra ounces or whatever than. Then pay for a draft, but I think the draft was all the way around on the other side anyway, oh so it was gosh. kind of irrelevant. Somebody, please find me how much money UK made in alcohol that's sales what I was, yesterday. That's what I'm fascinated the, to see. I cannot wait to find out. I can't imagine that either they'll release it. So it's going to get it'll out somehow. Out. It'll it be has, out. It'll be well because it's know. a public record. Yeah, it'll it'll be part of the public record, so it it'll come out. Um, and I'm hopeful, as I mentioned a number of people, because I th- I think it'll be interesting to see because the first game. I think there was a nostalgia and a novelty right. to it. People wanted to, to buy go and it. Purchase, and, yeah, right. And be like, I'm going to go purchase one. And then I think there's going to be some folks that it was too hot. So with a as we progress, next week's 3.30, the following Akron game's at 7.30. 7. So yeah. that 7.30 game, it'll be interesting to see. Plus because people will have been out tailgating all day, right? Well, but that may, so I think that may that's cut back diff- the people. That could cut back the people, right? True. I still think they're going to make a crap ton of money on it. Well, though. I know they are, but it... That's what I'm interested to see. I want to see the numbers, and I want to see every dime of that go toward the wireless because it needs significant upgrade. Now, I did see people because um, I did I did post my pic- obligatory picture because picture it didn't happen right, right on the Twix machine. 
Um, and I, people were like, oh, well, you know, I didn't like the fact that they, the vendors said, oh, well, would you like to leave a tip? Now, I get it, but, you know, I don't have a problem with that in that setting necessarily because I know it's very hot out, and those people had to be standing out there, you know, the whole time and that kind of thing. So I, you know, I know that the, the tipping culture, there's some... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It's a faux pas to ask someone. Pushback. Well, that's a faux pas yeah. to ask because yeah. it's a shakedown. It's become a shakedown. Yeah, but and I, I get it. I know I've had people argue with me that the person who, because I'm like, but the person at the register, like, he kind of just took my money. But in that situation where they're outside in the heat and no, I'm not I, saying that. I didn't have a problem with that. Now with the coffee shop or something. Well, know. but I've had people tell me that the one of the things you don't think about is that that person has to work the register so they can't go and work a table. Mm. So they don't get it. And I get that. I understand that. I think it's a little odd that that, never, that argument was never brought up before. And I've dealt with this for decades. Because I paid with a card. You, pay, you paid cash for the second one. Did they ask you if you wanted to leave a tip? Did the girl I volunteered ask you? the tip. Okay. Because, again, these people were standing there with those big buckets, the neck strap, um, this huge thing like the dude that did that we did see like he had it double stacked like that those things are not easy they have to be heavy it was hot and it's a pain so I mean I was going to tip him anyway I've tipped I generally I tipped there anyway previously when we bought at concession stands I would go to places because it always had in the background because Lord knows they aren't professional which I've complained about before they're like fundraisers for high schools or middle school football churches or, that kind of thing. or something yeah so I've gone to the I've gone to one of the concession stands that were closest to us, unless it was for like, well, I don't go to the cheerleaders ones. I, if it's a cheerleaders thing, I'll go to the next booth. I just I would rather do like the middle school footballers or that kind of thing. I, I have something to say about that. So as someone who worked in hospitality for 13 years, that's a faux pas. Mm. You never ask someone, would you like to leave a tip? And I'm sorry, I've been to... A million? No, I'm just kidding. I've been to several outdoor events and bought from a vendor, whether it's a football or baseball, basketball, whatever game, outdoor, sorry, Foot, football, baseball, and you buy from the tub man, as mm-hmm. Carrie likes to call him. Oh. I've never had anyone ask me, would you like to leave a tip? And it's awkward, and you're putting the person in a weird, I'm going to tip regardless just because I worked in hospitality, but don't ask. Like you, You're supposed to work like you don't need the money. You're supposed to work like you're not fishing for tips Mm -hmm. but i'm trying to think of when i started in my first tip position i think maybe 15 years and you just you never ask someone would you like to leave a tip so i get why they're complaining because when you say no you feel like an asshole yeah Yeah. it makes you feel guilty yeah Yeah. if i want to give you a dollar or two i will don't put me on the spot so i'm gonna side with the people who felt awkward and oh, ooh, am I supposed to tip you for the? Yeah. Ten, I'm I'm paying three times the price for that beer, mm-hmm. maybe four, and I'm going to tip you on top of that. I get it. You don't set the prices; it's not your issue. But on principle, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, one thing I have seen, I think that saying it, I would never say it. Saying it is worse. But I have seen the people like that'll sell. They sell concessions or drinks, and they'll have the, like the the flare that says "tips appreciated" or "right, yeah, um, we accept tips" or right. that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And I've the thing now is the you go and you do it like a carryout. You go to the to the cashier. You tell them your name. They pull their order, and when you swipe your card, then it says yeah. enter tip amount, or worse yet, now they default mm-hmm. to fifteen percent, and you have to say yes. 
or custom to give a different tip. Yeah. So you have to actually go mm-hmm. in there and say yeah. no. Crumble yeah. Cookie does that. If you go inside to pay, it automatically adds, and you have to go in, or sorry, on your app. If you order to bring out to your car, yep. you have to go custom and hit no, and or $1, whatever. But huh. And it says all 100% of the tips go to our bakers. Well, you should pay them more. <laughs> I think the baker, the that, baker, I don't believe it. the baker is getting the tip. Mm, I'd rather hand them the cash than I would add I it on yeah, the app. I don't right? trust that. Yeah, I don't either. Because a portion of it goes to the to the billing of the credit card. To yeah, the, all that plus yeah. Square, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Everybody takes of of your everybody takes of per- each dollar. Fifteen percent goes to somebody, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure that it actually trickles down to the person that's actually doling out the frozen dough. Yeah. When I worked at Bellagio, I was a concierge, and if someone tipped us, it would go into a pool, and I might see um, there might have been twenty of us. Mm-hmm. So someone would hand you a twenty dollar bill, thinking they're doing you a favor, and I would just smile and nod and thank them and think I just got a dollar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a fraction of that. Yep. Yeah, and people and people don't know. You know, they don't I have, know. They have know. no clue. And I have no idea how like the tipping system within the concession people's at Commonwealth Stadium, hashtag not my Kroger field work. Because yes, I do think that there are some concessions that are still run by uh, groups for, you know, like with raising money. for I, I think there are some. Yeah. But, but then it, like the vendors who are carrying the tub people are like actually hired by outside party or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're third party. I'm sure yeah. they're third party. Yeah. Uh, like Airmark or whatever. But then you, <clears throat> or or whomever, but then that that comes back to if you, the person that I transacted with only accepted cash. Mm-hmm. So then you get to, well, how much cash did you receive? Mm. Yeah. Four dollars. Well. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> anyway, we're stingy. It was. It was actually. I thought it was very. It, it went very smoothly, and I thought it was fairly well run. So, and yeah. you both got to be a part of history, right? Yeah, that, a lot of people. Like, I just heard a lot of people leading up to it. Like, I cannot wait to go buy something. Yeah, like, it, it was fine. I didn't like. Like, it wasn't like anything. Like, oh my god, I'm buying a beer. Woo! I, I was just like, yeah. It, well, I heard people, and it's interesting because it's one of those. This is this is college football, really. Or NFL, anything that you anticipate. Months of talking. The talking season, yeah. and that's talking what all you talking is over. Now talking, well, time for talking is over. This year, they actually, like, there was talk about that. They're like, so if you're the person that previously snuck drinks in, do you do that? Well, I can tell you that people did. Oh, people did. did. People, they didn't pe- stop. People were still, uh, there was a lady that was tailgating next to us that uh, was getting kitted out with mini fireballs uh, on her back. Uh, it was a noon she, game. She was getting taped up with mini fireballs on her back to uh, get ready to go into the game. Wow. And, you know, I've been there. She didn't have socks on, so She fair. was the fire fireball mule? She was, wow. yes. Um, but, yeah. Two fireballs. Sarah, shot, 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 shot. Sarah said that people in front of them still had their flasks. So, I mean, it's still, see, that, people are still going to get stuff in. The, then the question's like, are you the person... It, there was a conversation about does that mean that you aren't going to take two beers and and finish those in your walk to the stadium? Yeah, no, um, Sarah still did that too. Well, that's what you I did. did too. Yeah, you did. But that's what you I did. I would too. There weren't. I did notice there were not people as in years past standing out in front of the gate killing them mm. because that's happened. Mm-hmm. But I also it was. 80 degrees and noon. Yeah, right. So um, call me after the see, 7.30 We'll see kick. next week, right? Yeah. But I think that's because, again, you're still paying $10 for a 16-ounce drink. Yeah. So I think it was interesting. They did a good job, too, of announcing mm-hmm. during throughout the game that 
by SEC rule, we cut off the drink sales at the end of the third quarter. There was a rush in that third quarter of people going back. So yeah. Ooh. I think it all went well. I don't think there were fewer. I'm guessing there are not fewer incidences. I didn't see any incidences in our area. If they're, no. We we rarely have that kind of stuff. But if there, I'm sure there were. But if there were, you'll certainly hear about it if it was a problem. Because mm-hmm. the administration will bring that to the forefront. <laughs> but I'm waiting on that tabulation. Yeah. So as someone who's obsessed with data and human behavior, I cannot wait till the end of the season where I get to see a chart of each game oh, yeah. and the alcohol sales and whether, like you said, what time of day, what time of game was mm-hmm. it, which game sold the most and why. Mm-hmm. Now, do people buy a ton yesterday because it was the first time? Are they not going to buy as much next time because it's too hot? Are they going to not buy a lot for a night game because, like John said, They've pre-gamed and they really don't want it. Um, I just want to see if it's going to taper off. And then, because I love data so much, I want to see it compared to all the SEC teams and see which one sold the most alcohol. Oh, well, I I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now, nobody's going to compete with LSU. LSU. No okay. one. Okay. LSU drank. LSU in Georgia. But L- LSU. I can't wait to see this. LSU drank Vandy dry. Wow. Like, drank. Georgia, wow. did, Georgia did too. Yeah. Okay. All but right. LSU, if I'm not mistaken, like drank. As I remember the story, LSU drank the bars. Yes, at Vandy they drank out the bars and beer. And, and, Friday then they, night and then they drank the stadium. And out then of they beer. drank the stadium out of beer. Yeah. So LSU, nobody's going to touch them. But I also think you have to you take have to take in consideration that not everybody in that stadium is a season ticket holder. So you're going to have new people that yeah, rotate in true. for different games because people only bought tickets for one certain game true. or whatever. She's not everybody in the stadium is a season ticket holder. I need this to holder. be more calculated. I need all y'all season ticket holders to have like a wristband <laughs> that you swipe so we're only taking data from season ticket holders. And, well, but then like... I want my control group, y'all. Like the people that sit behind us, they said that they're not going to be there next week for various reasons. So they their son is going to take their tickets. So, you know, they're the technically season ticket holders, but somebody else is going to be sitting okay. in their seats. And, and, you know, so, I mean, you kind of got, it's probably, you know, a control factor you have to, would have to control That's for true. that too. But That's uh, true. Yeah, overall, though, I thought it was a fairly good experience. Yeah. I thought it was. It was, um, yeah. the results on the field were they're promising. Fine. It was fine. It was I thought fine. they were good. It was fine. But it's... It's interesting that we've gotten to the point now where you're a little nonplussed by 44 to 44 to 14, right? Yeah. Because you look at it and you're like, they really didn't play that well. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, I felt like, uh, I mean, I saw, I was in the pool. So I watched from halftime on, so second half. And I felt like I was watching a college team beat up a high school team. Mm. Like, for lack of a bet, like better term. So we'll see what happens as the season goes on. Well, unfortunately, I think it's going to be just as bad next week. Okay. Unfortunately, who's gonna win? I mean, UK is gonna win, but uh, yeah, I still can cheer for the people who pay me. Uh, facts, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but so we had an interesting conversation actually uh, last night. Um, and I want to bring this up uh, on the show because I just I still can't. I still, first of all, I don't know if the person that we were talking to was being serious or if she was just kind of like playing along, right. And number two, like I just I still can get can't get my head around if she was serious that she didn't know about these things, right? There's no way. So thirteen year old thirteen year old girl 
and we're talking to her, and we start talking about. Okay, like, this was the child of a friend of ours. Okay, where, where, where were you though? Girl. No, we were. Were you at dinner at someone's yeah, house? We were. No, we were at Shamrocks. Okay, I figured Shamrocks. Yeah, okay. yeah. we were at Shamrocks. Someone's friend. So okay. no, so it's, sec- it's secondary. Carrie and Pouchet's daughter Ava. Yes. Shout out to her. They let her listen to this show for whatever reason. Um, but uh, but no, shout out to a thirteen-year-old Ava. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking to her, and I don't even remember how we get down this road, but we're just talking about like 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 nostalgia stuff and like cassette tapes and compact discs and the fact that you used to have a rolodex of phone numbers in your head right like i had like 10 10 to 12 phone numbers that you could just pick up a phone and dial somebody's number right from memory yeah and she was sitting there but i couldn't tell if she was being facetious or not <laughs> i think it was totally real because the look on her face like when you saw her eyes when you when we were explaining when I explained what a cassette tape was and the fact that there was tape in it and secondary Carrie mentioned the you've seen it, the thing with the pencil and you have to rewind it. I was just going to say that. Because I mean, everybody's seen that. But when I explained, you know, one side had these like on one side of the tape, this was side A and it had all the songs and the tape would go from one to the next and then you popped it out, turned it over and then the other side of the tape would play the B side of the songs. And it, we talked about how there was just, when we grew up, there was one house in a phone, one like phone one phone in a house, in a house yeah. and you had to wait till somebody was off the phone. And your mom could be listening would, at any time. We, call yeah, waiting. Exactly. Yeah. We talked about the fact that, like, we would call my grandmother on Sundays because it was cheaper, or after hours, mm-hmm. like later in the evening. Because she lived out of state. Her response, yeah. Yeah. And her response to that was like, why did you pay for that? And we're, you had to. Because they're talking about... You call- bought the phone. Yeah. And you're talking about calling cards, right? I still have calling a calling card. I calling cards. Yeah. I have one upstairs. It still probably has money on it if the company's not bankrupt. Oh, it's probably out of business. But but, uh, but yeah, we're talking about calling card stuff. But like... I and just, she looked like we were dropped from another yeah, planet. Like, but I couldn't get my head around the fact that to me, all this stuff is just like... This is just like basic knowledge stuff, so right? So two things. Number one... Ava's at an age where I don't think she was punking you. Now, 16-year-old, I could yeah. see a 16-year-old punking okay. you, but a 13-year-old, she's still sweet. And she's okay. she's actually, she's a very smart, sweet. she's a very smart. smart kid. Right. She she sat there, she actually engaged in conversation with us yeah. instead of being on her phone the yeah. whole time. Like, she's really... Props to that. Yeah, a she, teenager that wants to talk yeah, to you and isn't on their phone. She was, where do you find those? She's a, gr- she's a great kid. So, no, I, so, yeah, I, I don't okay. think she was punking she us. She wasn't. And the second thing is, it just means that um, secondary Carrie, what's her dad's name? Uh, well, Pouché. Just Pouché. call him Pouché. Okay, so Pouché and, and Carrie, mm-hmm. they didn't tell Ava about this stuff. Because if they would have taught her about this, she would have remembered. They've just chosen to shield her from the hardships of our youth. <laughs> the, the, the struggle that was real. The struggle that is so, real. So they did. So secondary did admit the fact that they got rid of like all their compact discs right, and all right. that stuff. because and they put tapes. Because yeah. they put, and I was like, first of all, I was appalled by that because I will. That's horrible. You can pry upstairs. I have a box of cassette tapes that you can pry from my cold, dead hand. Yeah, right. Just mm. like, yeah. just like the double space with the period. You can pry the those spaces out of my cold, cold dead hand right um, well time and the the natural uh, degradation of cellulose is going to take care but of that like i guess i thought i thought all this social media with the instagrams and the tiktoks i thought like this this like 
the people made fun of this nostalgia, they right? Don't. So I have not seen this on the TikToks or I'm the sure somewhere they Instagram, do. But, but I, I'm telling you, the look on her face when we started talking about how crazy. You, you paid, you had to pay to make phone calls. Oh my God, I wish you guys would have told her about how was, we used to put a blank tape in and record the radio. Oh, we did. We did. Get, oh you did? did? Oh my God. We talked and about, then you had to listen to the DJ. Yeah, that's ex- that. This is as this though is you, the were, conversation. you were yeah. listening right. through my right. iPhone in the yes. conversation. Yeah. Because we yes. talked about it. And we're like, if mm-hmm. you wanted to hear a song, you had to sit there with a blank tape. And like, I didn't even get into the breaking tabs off so that you couldn't, couldn't record, record over, over the it. tape. Yeah, yeah. And if your broken yeah. tabs were mm-hmm. there, you could take a piece she, of tape she, to cover She would have never so gotten actually, a, yeah. No, no yeah. that was advanced well, So we explained to her, you know, the concept of a mixtape is like a Spotify playlist. Like that connected, right? But anything else with this recording off the radio or actually having a Rolodex of like knowing mm-hmm. people's mm-hmm. phone numbers mm-hmm. or the calling card thing or long distance, none of that was like... Like she was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and and I saw you um, when my immediate thought when you wrote it in our text thread was mm. the funniest thing about that is if you asked me now, okay, twenty twenty three, I know my number and I know Matt's number, yeah, and I don't know anyone else's number, but I can tell you my childhood phone number and everyone else. So all of those numbers are stored in my Rolodex, but I can't tell you anybody else's. Yeah, number. I I know my cell. I know John's cell. I actually don't know my mom's cell. She got rid of the landline, but that was our childhood number, and I still know that. Yeah. And then we have a landline still for reasons, um, and I know that number. But, like, literally, that's it. And I used to be able to pick up the phone, and I could have called 10 to 12 people just right off, right? Exactly. And then we all got pagers, and you had to memorize the pager I never had a pager. We had pagers. We were all drug dealers out west, so we all had pagers. I'm joking. We all had pagers, and you'd page your friend. They all had a home phone and a pager number, and then you'd have to put the message in, and have to flip it upside down, and it Mm -hmm. would say, hello, I hate you, I love you, call me, whatever. 07736. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Okay. 143, I love you. Got you. Yeah. Huh. It was like a cryptic pager language. Yes, there was a pager language. Oh, yeah. And back then, I was like 17, I had to drive 20 miles to the pager store to pay my bill in cash, oh, yeah. in person, once a month. Oh my See, gosh. See, we didn't even... To the pager store. The pager to pay store. To pager store. There was a so, pager there was a, bill. I, mean, it was I can't imagine. What did that run you? Ballpark. Was, it, was, that in, was that in California? In the 90s cash. In the, ni- in the 90s I cash. I can't imagine. Less than 20 bucks, I'm I would sure. Think so. Yeah. I can't imagine the people in the 90s in California... With pagers. With pagers. So we used to just to be doctors store. and drug dealers, and then we all <laughs> got was. pagers, and then we wore our overalls and we put the pager in our overalls and we oh my gosh which just reminded me and this would blow all the millennials minds and younger than that i used to go to i bought a i bought a mustang a ford mustang when i was 19 and then i had to have my parents sign because i didn't have any credit right so my dad was my co-signer and i would drive to bank of america do we have that here yeah. yeah. Okay. I would drive to Bank of America and I would deposit cash, $400, into my parents' account every month to pay my car payment. So once a month, I was driving to pay my car payment and my pager bill. How stupid. And I, and I fought off the cell phone until 2001. I, I did not want a cell phone. Really? I did not want a cell phone for this reason. And, and then I thought you know what, you live in LA, you're driving traffic, you're sitting for an hour driving 20 miles, 
a cell phone would be used. So I finally got a cell phone. Mm. It was right before I graduated with my undergrad. Mm-hmm. But I fought it as long as I could because I just thought, oh, I'll just sit here on the... We so call them freeways. Yeah, you're sitting in traffic just with a there. pager so that if you need I didn't to have the pager some, anymore. Oh, I got rid of the so pager and I would just listen to the radio and I would like have a snack on the on the seat and I would just crawl trying to get home. So yeah. Stuart, Stuart actually, when did Stuart, we finally made Stuart get we a cell phone. We bought him one because he, you talk about somebody who absolutely was never going to get one. And we finally, everybody, I think we all chipped in at Christmas time at some point and got him a prepaid. And he had that prepaid until the cell, cell place said, we don't support this phone anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we, we kept telling him, we're like, you're going to have to get a different phone. And he says, no, I'm good with this. They're like, no, you, you're going to have to. And they finally, like, he was the last person on earth that that company's finally, like, we figured out who it is. It's you, and this has to stop. Yeah. But, like, like we're just sitting there talking to her about all this stuff. And, like, yeah, and her eyes are getting really big and everything. And it's, like, in my mind, I just couldn't wrap my head around the fact because this stuff was so commonplace to me, right? Like, when it's we just, were, yeah. As we talked about it, and she said, why would you pay to call somebody? Like, just the fact that she, like, that was a clear moment of, You've got to be joking. Like, she, yeah. I think she thought that we were all like in on a like joke. Like, maybe we were playing her, her, like, we were playing her with what but we were saying, and we really when weren't. When I said that, even now, I was like, it does sound kind of nuts that we paid she, per minute to call somebody. Because she's never used a payphone either. No. So, oh, no. you could have described oh, the payphone no. to Ava, and she yeah. would have been like, are you kidding me? So, we didn't even Please get enter to the, 30 cents, or you're going to be cut yeah. off. Yeah, we didn't even get to the payphone. Imagine this poor child today, the questions she's asking her parents. But what about, but what about. I mean, you didn't even get into VHS and recording shows off the TV. I oh, mean, no. there are oh, so no. many yeah. antiquated things that yeah. we could have just made her head explode. How old she's that, 13? Yeah. yeah. The fact that if you missed it, you missed it. You missed it. Yeah. That's and on it. Friday, there was no streaming. If you, there were shows on Thursday night, which have fallen out of favor. But if you did not watch them on Thursday night and you came Seinfeld in on Friday, yeah. if you came in on Friday and you hadn't seen them, people are going to talk about it. Yeah. There was no spoiler alert. Yeah. It was a world. Or even this, my friends in high school, we used to get together on Thursday nights and watch Friends. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, if you missed it, you missed yeah, it. So you we missed would it, have you Friends it. Yep. parties. Yeah. And I mean, yep. now you could sit down and stream and watch the whole season in a night. Mm-hmm. You could watch it on your phone in traffic on the freeway. Mm-hmm. Facts. But it was just, it was it was fun to talk to her because she really was engaging and she was engaged in the conversation and she was actually like interested in what we were saying. But the fact that it, it blew her mind, I was just like, "Are you being serious? Like you really you really know about this stuff?" Shout right? out to Ava for yeah. um, so ta- talking to people <laughs> and participation. Yeah, yeah, participation because every teenager I know, most ninety nine percent of them, they put their phones down. Yeah. I'm my best friend's daughter. As soon as she leaves the table and she leaves me alone with her teenager, the phone goes up and I don't exist. And I'm yeah. like, well, hold on. You came to Kentucky to visit me. Why are you on your cell phone? Let's have a conversation. Yeah. Nope. Phone. All the way. Yep. Nope. And I'm just like, man, you're lucky I'm not allowed to smack you right now because <laughs> you need to put that damn phone down and let's have a conversation. Yeah, no. Sh- yeah. Shout out to her. Shout out she, to Ava she for really participating and talking to. She really did participate yeah. in the conversation. It, it, it was fun. It was fun. But again, it was just like, I can't believe you don't know about these things. It was just weird. It was weird. It was weird. Anyway, I mean, weird in a good way, though. Yeah. Okay, speaking of weird, um, have you, you've never been to, you know Burning Man, right? You know what Burning Man is? It's 
It's eight hours and a and like five hundred miles from Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah, it's really far. It's up near Reno, okay. even way cl- north of Reno. But you've never so. been there, right? No, hell okay. no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So John, well, nothing I to do with this. I had no idea what she's done in her life, and I could have told you she didn't go to Birmingham. <laughs> well, I figured. Not, do I look like someone know, that camps no, to you? No, no. That but, stays out for three days without showering in the mud. I got in it. the muck. Well, no. hold on, no. I'm getting to that part. We're not there yet. Um, I had to ask. You know what Burning Man is. Yes, and I would not go. Okay, so yeah, Burning Man's in the desert. They have this whole area called, no. I guess, the Playa, Black right? Black Rock, and something. and whatever. And people go there, and it's just like a big art. You weir- know what that means? Weirdo in Spanish? festival? No, the beach. Okay, well, it's called La Playa. Yeah, that's the beach in uh, well, Spanish. There's it's definitely not a beach. There's no water anyway. there. It's in the middle of the desert. It's become very exclusive now, right? Like tickets are really expensive, and it's become this influencer thing. Mm-hmm. Well, there are, yeah, and they they. Like you go and they built they built their own city. Yeah, they built it was like their a own seven city square mile city. You hang yep. out there. What, and what about me thinks makes you believe that I'm going to go pioneering and I'm not build saying a part you. Of the There's city. no way you. That's what I'm saying. I would you, never go. But you know it exists, yeah. right? And you know what it I've is. I've read about it. And okay. That's as far as okay, I'll go. so that's fine. I have no desire to go there either. But it's like you know, people just they're, it, it's kind of a, a, a free for all, do whatever you want, art whatever thing. I'll just that's where I'm going to leave that. Right. Well, there are currently seventy three thousand people stuck in the in the middle of the desert because it rained Mm -hmm. and i don't know when they're going to get out because they're calling for more rain so you know how the article who sent the article you or chad uh i don't remember an article yeah i mean it said like oh my gosh it rained and all turned into clay no it's already clay yeah it's it's called collegi and it's already dry soft mm. clay uh-huh. yeah. and you get it wet and that's what happens mm-hmm. so in las vegas if you have a basement it's an anomaly because of the collegi you can't dig in it uh, so i was reading that article and just laughing like huh. oh it's clay i'm like no it's already clay you just so add some water so it's dried out clay dried out clay for uh, the most it's part it's just waiting Sand to turn back into it's that it's just waiting Ugh. like even in vegas and and I know you, you don't have a ton of people um, flooding your feeds like I do from Vegas, but Vegas is an absolute shit show right now as well. So because not it only rained. is it raining there at Burning Man, but it's it's just I did see Vegas. That. So in Vegas, just from my experience, the Kaliji um, gets wet, it's like hard and squishy, and the water has nowhere to go. Right. And so then it causes flash floods, mm-hmm. and they have this phrase all over everywhere on the billboards in Vegas that says, turn around, don't drown. Yeah. We have and that so, here, too. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, so, we have it because Hilljacks decide they can drive through water in a I've pickup truck. I've not seen truck. this. And, mm. and there's, like, there's nowhere for the water to go when it does rain. Um, and, like, the Imperial Pal- the old Imperial Palace, which I think now is... I can't think of that, that they redid it, but the parking structure used to flood and then it uh, would back up to a storm drain. Uh-huh. And I'm going to go down a wormhole here, but there's a book I'm going to recommend called Beneath the Neon by Matthew O'Brien. Is it about, about the people living? People who live in the storm yeah. drains. Messed with my head. I wish I would have never read it, but at the same time, obsessed. When it does rain and all that water has nowhere to go, eventually it finds its way to the storm drains. And there's it kills about, people down there, right? There's, oh. 200, yeah. there's 200 miles of. Hundred miles, sorry, of storm drains. Because I've heard, and there's I've hundreds heard this, of people yeah. burnouts and druggies oh, and de- gambling degenerates who live in the storm drains, and like they, the mole people in New York. And when the floodwaters come down, they die because they're passed out, they're sleeping, they're whatever. Yeah, they're either high or not, but mm-hmm. you're sleeping on the ground so and you die in the flood. So they've learned to suspend their beds so they don't huh. dr- die. Mm-hmm. So this is a 
in a tunnel. This, this is, is in the tunnels, in, yes. Like it's, an underpass. This no. is in so, a tunnel so in a storm drain where I couldn't even stand a up. Concealed, like mm-hmm. an enclosed area, so you'd have no idea. You'd right. have no idea. You would have storm no drains idea. open oh, up gone. into big, uh, big squares, yeah. but mm-hmm. you go into this, this yeah. you know, circular hole and you're crawling, and then all of a sudden it opens up and they all go in different ways. Mm-hmm. And where they open up, and if I took you to Vegas with me, I'd be pointing out. The exits of all these storm drains are shopping carts and clothes mm-hmm. and yeah. couches graffiti. and bikes yeah. and graffiti and all the stuff that huh. they were going to take in and decided not to. Yeah. And I read this book and I lived right next to a storm drain opening and I was like, <gasps> I'm not going out to my car. Who wants to walk me to my car? Like, yeah, I've, I mean, I've, I've heard this. I've, I've, I've yeah. seen articles yeah, yeah. and I've actually there's I think there's YouTube channels that people go down yep. into these these tunnels or yep. whatever. But I have heard of that when it's flash flood, flash floods in Las Vegas that, that they do. Uh, some of the, these people end up end up dying. They, yeah, drown, they drown because it is that just comes so fast and yep. they can't get out or yeah. whatever. That's horrible. Um, but yeah, you know what? I kind of don't like these people that are in Burning Man. I know it's awful. It's 73,000 people. They say you can't leave. Apparently the mud is just like this, this almost like. Uh, glue-like yep. substance, 100%, right? 100%. 100%. Yeah. If you rehydrate clay, you can't get out. I it's guess the, like the porta potties have, have flooded and backed up, so there's really no... So, the sanitary issues are, are becoming a problem. What a shock. But I just... I don't... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I can't wait for the documentary. We're going to see this Woodstock <laughs> documentary. Like the Woodstock thing, we were all like, oh my gosh, we're going to see a documentary that's here. That's a good point. Yeah. That's can't a, wait. That's actually a really good point. Get on it, YouTube, Netflix, let's go. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, I can't wait. There will be a documentary. There will be. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's interesting to me that, first of all, it's all the choice. They were not taken by surprise. You knew you were going out. The you thing knew the can, weather forecast. You knew the potential. Right. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. the The one thing that concerns me is your, um, your description of the, the land and the clay and the rehydration. How it turns that way with the addition of liquid. That doesn't have to be water. So, and there are people who are not following general hygiene practices. Mm-hmm. When you get in a group like that in a city that you just built for a weekend in the desert, that's another reason I'm not going. I do not want some fool that has now turned the area outside do these people have tents oh they have all kinds of stuff they have rvs they have tents they have makeshift structures there's no. all different mannerisms but it's all full of, of mud yeah yes. the trucks the cars the, the feet yeah. everything but even covered. even without that somebody's gonna no no well and they honestly they should have canceled it because right before it was set to start they had a bunch of rain and they actually yep. told people do not come because yep. it, it's a mess and there's all this rain so do you think those people listen so anyway i the bottom line is i don't think i would want to rain or no rain i don't want to go sit in the 100 degree desert for a week so do you listen to hippie jam bands no, I hate them. No, I mean, is that what you do there? No, it's an it's a. I mean, I guess there are some there's some music, but it's I think it's a lot of EDM. It's a lot of art. There's there's some some other adult activities that take place there. No. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a it's it's kind of just people that don't shower. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah. There was actually a really good Malcolm in the Middle episode that they went to Burning Man and it actually turned out. I love that show. Right? Yeah. Yeah, but they did. They had. Do you remember the the Burning Man I, episode? I don't remember. They got an RV. And they went to Burning Man. The whole family. Yeah, oh, yeah, and wow. 
and then they all ended up. Yes, doing, I remember yeah, this. That's a really good episode. But <laughs> personally, I wouldn't want. To, I wouldn't want to go to Burning Man. Okay, so I feel like Burning well, Raining Man. Well, and uh, also, did you see where the guy? The original Firefest guy. So he spent what two years in jail, oh, right? And now he's doing another show. He's, he's doing, doing another. No, he's doing Firefest too. And this is and it, people would think that it was crazy, but I don't think it's crazy. It's already sold out. And like, I don't understand. I do. I do. And I thought about this oh. because the first one was such a, a shit show, but people get it's clout now. It's an influencer thing yeah. because I want to go to Firefest too, and I want to be stuck in an airport, and I want to have a bologna sandwich. You know, then that's all I'm going to have to eat, and I wanted to have paid all this money. I don't it's, want to be in charge of getting water. But for it's people. it's an influencer thing now. I really do think that's. I why want it's sold nothing out. to do with this because there's no. I think there's no lineups. There's no venue announced. But he sold tickets, and it's sold out because people are stupid, and people want to be influencers. And they figure that it was, you know, it was such, and it got that documentary and all this. That's how you get on TV. Pass. Seriously. Hard, I think that's why. Pass, yeah. yeah. But I think yeah. that's why people bought tickets. Can you imagine just a normal person going to a show or an event with a bunch of influencers? No, thanks. I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't. Oh, it'd be the worst. I mean, Put your selfie the, stick away. Yes. I'm going to stick that up your... That's, I mean, and there were people at the football game doing that. Yeah. That were all taking pictures. But that's... Not nearly as many as I expected. But I'll pass. That's a hundred percent why it sold out because this documentary made it a thing, right? And people people want to be in a thing. They want to be part of a thing, mm -hmm. right? Good, bad, or otherwise. Same reason why people wanted to buy liquor yesterday at Kroger Field. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Well, I called it Kroger Field. Are you proud of me? No, it's Commonwealth Stadium. Sorry, hashtag. Common, hashtag. Commonwealth Stadium. Hashtag, hashtag not, not my Kroger, Kroger Field. Field. Right? Sorry. Yes, correct. Um, I do not acknowledge Kroger Field. Commonwealth Stadium. Hashtag, hashtag not my Kroger Field. But the bottom line is, yeah, I think that's exactly why. Because people are like, oh my god, I can't believe it sold out. I can. Because people want to be a part of a thing. FOMO. Right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And Again, I'm going to watch the documentary. And people people want to be stuck in <laughs> From a safe distance, in my home, taking a shower oh gosh, when I choose. Clean. People want to be stuck in an airport making these TikToks saying, oh my God, it happened again. We're stuck in an airport. All I've had to eat was a bologna sandwich. I can't get out of here. Oh my God, my private plane, blah, blah, blah. I mean, people want to make the TikToks and the YouTubes and wow. do all that social media stuff and, and, and in anticipation that it's going to be awful. Right. I'm just going to say I'm too old for that shit. And then, I guarantee you, if he actually pulls it off this time, people are going to be disappointed because they didn't get the horrible experience right. that they signed so up for. So they're going to look for things to bitch about yeah. the whole time. They'll be they'll be uh, recording and taking pictures and videoing everything, trying to find the trying negative to find, spin. Yeah. Yeah. And if they don't, they're going to be super mad right. that they paid all this money and didn't get to get stuck in an airport. Yeah. Right? I agree. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. No, thank But you. these are the times we live in. I cannot wait for this documentary. Right. Speaking of the times we live in, um, did you all see this thing that happened at a White Sox game? No. Uh, what this, did I miss? Okay. I watched so, the news every day today. What did, This week, what did I miss? Okay, so the Chicago White Sox, right, um, this game like a week ago, there was a shooting at the game, okay, which is awful. Right. Uh, two people got her hurt. Nobody gravely injured or, or anything like that. So, you know, we're not... Th th this is partly why I can talk about this story. Because, you know, nobody... You know, there's no deaths or anything mm -hmm. like that. 
So it turns out, and there's some dispute on this as to exactly how this happened, but the story that's being that has been out there in the news is this woman smuggled a gun into the White Sox stadium in her fat folds. <laughs> oh my god. And then the gun accidentally went off and shot her and her friend. Again. What was she expecting to happen? Well, they're saying, so I read the story, and it said that apparently she went through the metal detector three times, and the metal detector never picked it up. Three times? Yeah. Right. It was I, going off, and this is why, it was going off on her stomach, and they were saying, oh, it's your belt loop. Go ahead and go. It's your belt, your belt buckle. C- maybe. Possibly. I don't know. And you can't say, let me look in your fat folds. So, right? So, the White Sox are claiming that she never went through a metal detector. But her lawyer's saying she went through like three times and they didn't see anything. Obviously, there's security footage of her like entering the ballpark. But like, I first of all, I, why? Why are you packing a gun to a baseball game? Uh, number mean, one. Well, I mean, people, you know, people carry whatever. I'm not going to go down that road. But why would you put it in your fat folds? <laughs> but also, so as someone who's taken gun safety classes, why would you have it loaded? Why would you not have the ammunition in another fat fold? <laughs> like, why would you not store your clip in your secondary fat fold or off to the side? Like, you you risk shooting yourself in the stomach. Like, but is it <sighs> like? So did it just click this? You didn't have the safety on, or the, the, your fat clicked the safety off, and then how did the trigger like? Did it your, depends. If your it was a Glock, just, it doesn't have a safety. It's part of the. Oh, sorry. So okay. Heather makes an excellent point. So yeah. I have, store it in two different areas. Yeah, yeah. I huh. have a, I have a Tiffany yeah. blue Glock, and the safety is just part of oh, okay. the actual like, okay. mechanism. Got so you. there's certain guns that don't actually Got have you. a safety, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So whatever, depending on what she had, I mean. I can't. Guns are big. I can't. Right? I mean, even the smallest, like pistol even like a or Saturday Glock, night special type tiny. of thing. Right? Where are you putting this? It fits in my belly button. But like, I I would never carry something. I don't even like having something loaded in a holster inside my pants, which is how I was trained. That scares me. I would take the clip out and put it somewhere else. But how could you even like walk and hold it right. in your right your your I, I don't, like, logistically, this is what I'm... How, I'm, much does, how I'm, big is she? Like, I, I don't know, because it didn't say. But I'm just saying, like, I guess I'm not even, like, okay, it went off, whatever. Logistically, I'm trying to get my head around how you even... Because, again, as somebody who's been a beer beer and liquor liquor mule over the years into Commonwealth Stadium, hashtag not my Kroger Field, I shove things, like, in the waistband of my pants. Like, I, I don't, and even walking with that, you've kind of got to be careful so it doesn't slide down and fall out. You need right? better fat folds, Carrie. I, I guess I do. But like logistically, how could you even like, like how could you do that? I don't know. You're looking at the wrong person for answers. I got no idea. Yeah, I have I, to see a picture of this to know. But Clearly, the answer as to why, why you would bring it with you is because you don't want to walk back to the car. Right. That's not You don't need it at a baseball game. Like what were it, you hoping to do? You're defending yourself against Beats two. me. Beats me. Yeah, I, I just, I'm super, con- the whole story is weird. Okay, so this attorney, woman shot at White Sox game, denies bringing a gun, having anything to do with the discharge, right? So, oh, I'm sorry. This this claim, is apparently she set off the metal detector three different times, so yes. 
So and yeah, belt, right. Belt buckle. This yes. does make me feel much better about the safety procedures. The sources state. assume security did not want to overstep their boundaries when further checking the woman's of body course. after the metal detectors continued to go off. Heather wins again. On Tuesday night, attorney John Malm, and this is from CBSnews.com, so you know, this is legit news source, representing the 42-year-old woman said his client did not bring the gun into the stadium and had nothing to do with the gunfire. Our client underwent emergency medical treatment for gunshot wounds she received while attending a baseball game. She denies bringing a firearm into the stadium and further denies having anything to do with the discharge of a firearm at the stadium. We have reviewed photographic evidence and x-rays of our client's injuries with firearms and medical experts who confirmed the gunshot wound our client sustained was not self-inflicted and was not the result of her accidentally discharging a firearm. We will continue to investigate the matter to pursue, pursue justice on behalf of our client who sustained serious personal injury as a result of the shooting. Chicago police earlier Tuesday issued a statement saying the claim that a woman had brought in a gun and suffered a self-inflicted wound was not released or confirmed by the police. So, I, a camera pointed at section 162 shows the moment when fans called for help for the 42-year-old woman who was shot in the leg. A 26-year-old woman was also grazed in the abdomen. Sources said the woman were teachers on a group outing public Chicago public schools and a statement confirmed one of the blah, blah, blah. blah. Anyway, it's always the teachers. So, so the bottom line is they're saying, and they had to cancel a post-game Vanilla Ice concert because of this. So ooh, you know ooh. that's even worse, right? That's something. That's that. So that, who does she say shot her then? No. If it wasn't herself, who no, shot her? I know. No, I don't know. No, oh, but that's what they're know. trying. That's what they're trying to figure out. They're saying she didn't have the gun. So I I don't know what the deal is here. It's there's two conflicting stories. Obviously somebody did get shot, but how they got shot is the question. But the whole original story was that she had this gun in her fat folds. Right, right. right. <laughs> Which if it were not your gun, I could certainly understand the offense to that statement. But like John being, said, to John's point, she didn't want to go around and go back and put it in the car. She probably had it in her pants and was like, oh, no, I have my gun. I'm up here. Let me just store it somewhere else. I don't want to go back to the car. And then just like, well, I'm going to take it in and then put it in my side pocket. But why did she even like, why did she, I, I, the whole thing is weird. Like, it is. it's a very strange. And I honestly do not think that there is going to be any resolution to this story. Now, there, it was a group of teachers? Apparently, so according to that. So let me tell you this. That. As as a former teacher, you cannot conceal carry. You can't even have a gun in your car on a, on a school mm, right. um, like premises. So yeah. why does a teacher even have a gun? Like It was really hard for me to justify carrying a gun in Nevada because mm-hmm. I couldn't take it to school. I couldn't have it in my car. Yeah. I couldn't have it on my person. Yeah. What was the point? Yeah. So why does she have a gun? I get it. Well, Chicago, I'd have a gun too, but... <laughs> but again, like, who knows? Who knows if she had it? I'd, uh, who knows? Because the story... Now this story has so many conflicting areas that you don't know who's telling the truth, who's, who's not, what, you know, whatever. Um, but again, I just thought I would bring it up because I was just so perplexed at the initial story that said that it was concealed in her fat folds. How large do you have to be to conceal it in your in your folds and See, that, then well, 400 yeah. plus so that's my point is the the reason like you keep asking why would somebody why would you bring it with you mm-hmm. the answer is because if you if you have all the opportunity to store something like that you ain't walking a second time back to the car because then that's two trips that's that fair enough happening. yeah one time we were walking into disneyland uh it was my first time at disneyland with matt 
So uh, we, we were just dating by like a week, but we've been friends for six, six years. We were walking to Disneyland and we get to the metal detectors and he forgot he had his favorite knife on him and it was in his um, pocket. And of course the metal detector goes off and they're like, oh, you're going to have to go back to the car. Well, we parked in the parking structure, took the tram. He said, just take it. Just throw it in the trash, whatever. Like, I don't want it. So you have a decision to make. Sure. If you, But well, I get it. A gun is several and, hundred dollars. And honestly, that, that happened to us when we were waiting to go into the game yesterday. Oh. Like, um, the, the, the line was the longest we've ever waited to go in a game ever, ever, which was weird. But the the hold up wasn't the ticket thing because now they've got that tap thing like you uh-huh. were you were talking about. Remember when mm-hmm. you went to the Bills game and now that's <laughs> it's, it's it's everywhere now. Yeah. Um, no more paper. Tickets. That wasn't the issue. The issue was that like security was really scrutinizing people in our the where the gate we were going in anyway. People were really they were really scrutinizing people and they actually this lady had a clear bag. It was obvious that it was a you know it was a, it was the right size and, and the proportions and all that so you ran the stadium and i guess somehow some way this uh andy frank security person spotted this this little pocket knife in this bag Ooh. and told them that they had to throw it in the trash and this lady got mad didn't she didn't she get oh. mad so she um so they were right in front of us. The two of them were talking, and you're half paying attention. And then all I heard was her saying, I'm not going back to the car. And then her old man sat there, and he started rooting through this, this plastic purse and found it. He pulled out this multi-tool that would have been like a letter opener size, even smaller than that, really. Um, looked at the guy and said, is this what you're talking about? And he said, yeah. And she goes, I'm not going back to the car. He threw it in the recycle bin and said, all right, let's go in. Yeah, and he kind of was just like, like Which threw was, it. Which thank like, God, because we were all standing behind him going, dude, yeah, come on. You're never going to win this argument yeah. right, with this guy, so yeah. just, just come on. But I was impressed because normally they just like look at you and they're like, yeah, you're fine. We don't care. Go ahead. There's so many ways to hide things in plaster purse. Like if you, huh. if I'll, I'll, I'll tell you off air okay. my tricks for if there's things that you, if you don't, you don't have to go to, through a metal detector, but you want to take in liquor and stuff. Uh-huh. I've got some tricks. Okay. Yeah. Tips, tips and yeah, tricks, tricks for the, for the plaster purse. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Uh, well, how about this guy? Speaking of, well, uh, you know, I guess criminal activity or whatever. Um, <laughs> this guy, did you see this guy who found a five? thousand dollars in a parking lot he kept it right it was a bag he found five thousand dollars he keeps it and now he could go to jail because it was the town's tax receipts so they're saying that this guy this somebody dropped these this this bag that contained five thousand dollars with the city's tax receipts in the bank parking lot this guy, the, they're claiming the people who are prosecuting this guy are claiming that the bag clearly was marked it not it might not have been clear that it was the tax receipts, but it clearly was marked as a bank bag. Wow. It was in the bank parking lot. This guy picks it up, takes it. Was it cash? Yes. So prove it. Well, they say they have security footage. Okay. Ooh. So if it's a, b- but he says he had no idea that it was any that it was it was any kind of government money or whatever. It doesn't matter if it's cash. Prove it. Would you have taken it? 
I am not answering that question. I'm just saying, prove you prove to me why is it? First of all, why is government money more prosecutable than private money? Yeah, me. What if it's five thousand people's one dollar that they their children's collected? I don't know. Selling lemonade in the street. That's nuts. Prove it. Now, if it's on camera, and certainly there should be camera footage. And there if is. not, that's a terrible bank. It took months for them, for them to track him down, though, apparently. Well, then, I mean, it's, I think it's a chance to take. If you find a wallet or something like that somewhere, or if you find just a bag of money somewhere, it's your, you're taking a chance. Somebody's going to find you. It's a setup. You're going to be punked. Somebody will jump out from behind wood and beat you with a baseball bat. Um, 50-50 chance. But if it's in a bank parking lot, apparently you got to know there's cameras. They're saying it was. This guy's saying he had no idea that it was. It was. It was anybody. He just randomly found. So it. wait a minute. You said it took months to find him. Uh huh. Well, then that man held it for months and nobody come forward. What's the law? Don't know. What part of country? Uh, Midwest. Oh, I think. Hmm. I would have argued that if he held that, if he held this for a good 30, 45 days, depending on check local listings. If I held that and nobody came forward to me, it seems to me that I've done my due diligence. You think? Prove me wrong. Okay. We'll have to check the local Was he expected to take it back into the bank or the parking lot he was in and say, I found this money outside in a bank bag? Like It was in Connecticut. Oh. Yeah, it was in Connecticut. You know what? Another thing I would have done is I would have run an ad in a, a periodical of great circulation or of standard circulation for your community and said if anybody lost a bank bag so this is this is from the washington post.com i actually originally i read the original story on daily mail but you know whatever here we are robert withington thought he had hit the lottery when he found a bag of five thousand dollars in cash in the parking lot of a connecticut bank but police in trumbull connecticut say the 57 year old man's good fortune in may came in the form of thousands of dollars of the town's tax money in a deposit bag marked with the bank's insignia months after what he thought was a lucky and lucrative morning Withington has been charged with third degree larceny he turned himself in on friday after a lengthy investigation Withington contends he did not see anything on the bag of cash indicating that it had an owner. He told the Trumbull Times that this was a case of finders keepers. It's not like this was planned out, he told Hearst Connecticut Media. Everything was in the moment. It was like I hit the lottery. That that was it. He added, this is like a crock of baloney. <laughs> Trumbull Police Lieutenant Brian Ware told the Washington Post in a statement that the bag of cash contained numerous documents that identified the owner of the contents as the town of Trumbull and that Withington acknowledged he had taken the money on May 30th. He kept the bag believing that he had no obligation to return the bag to its rightful owner, Ware said. If convicted, Withington could face between a five years in prison, between one and five years in prison and a $5,000 fine. Ironic. I'm sorry. If Why? you find a bank bag in a parking lot, you know that money was going to be deposited. So when he ca- when he came out of the bank at around 9.30 a.m., he noticed a police officer in the parking lot looking at his cell phone. Withington recalled to the Times, but Withington saw something else in the lot, a bag full of money. Seeing that there was no one else around and the officer wasn't paying attention, he picked up the bag, put it under his arm, and walked back to his car. He said, I just took the cash and called it a day. I don't even know whose it was because I didn't look. He said to Hurst, all I saw was cash. Did you say he has a logger? I don't know. He needs one. Because <laughs> I told him to shut the hell up. True. 
I told him to shut the hell up Hashtag on day one. stop talking. So yeah. Trumbull detectives begin a months-long investigation involving interviews, search warrants, and surveillance footage from that morning, police said. They concluded that Withington called luck called luck stem so-called luck stem from someone else's costly mistake the bank deposit bag had been inadvertently dropped on the ground outside the bank which was then picked up by withington police said uh, it's unclear whether the employee who dropped a bag of nearly five thousand dollars of the town's tax money was disciplined or if the cash Withington found was deposited in the right account Withington was interviewed by police and acknowledged he was at the bank on May 30th and had picked up the bag of cash. So he's screwed. And the guy who lost it got fired. Disciplined. You know that guy got fired. You lost five grand. How long was the time between the time he picked up the cash and the time that they found him? It's unclear whether Withington has repaid the funds. And let's see. Oh, he was released from custody on Friday with a promise to appear in Bridgeport Superior Court on September 5th. How did they know it was him? How did they know he found it? How did they arrest him? I guess uh, surveillance and oh, stuff. Oh, they like, went to his house. Well, that's pretty cameras. slow surveillance if it took you three damn months yeah. to find $5,000. Yeah. So and ha- it was picked up in your parking yeah. lot where the, I'm assuming the guy drove a vehicle with a license mm-hmm. plate. Yeah. Doesn't so, the bank bag have the name of the bank on it? That's what they're saying it did. But he's Come saying that it on. didn't. So wait a minute. You think he should not have kept the money? I think that if you find a bank bag in a parking lot of a bank, you know better. I would never keep a bank bag. Oh, I'm not saying I would. I'm I think he should have taken it inside and just said, hey, I found this. But that's me. I, I, you, I well, walk away with it. I could see that. I could see that. But I'm more concerned about the fact that, number one, it took you months to find somebody. May, May is when this initially happened. There's no. If you had a camera to know what happened in the parking lot, then you had a license plate on a car. There's no way you didn't. Well, and it looks. Why didn't it, you look it that up? It seems to me. Number two, I'm I'm distressed at the mere the the inference that somehow this government money is more important than a private sector individual's money. That infuriates me. Number three, I want proof you didn't turn it into your insurance because you know y'all bitches have insurance for this stuff for that kind of thing. Number three, or maybe I'm at four. I've forgotten already. Explain to me how. What I'm I'm a little concerned that he's there seems to be some prison time involved mm-hmm. because it well at least the article the way that it was written implies because it was federal because it was um, governmental money so I he didn't steal from them I think he that, I would argue he didn't steal from anybody I think the reason that it took so long was because the employee who dropped the bag and realized it dropped the bag didn't want to own up to that they dropped the bag so right? I think he should have turned the money in but I don't think he should do. Time. And I'm like, not. I'm torn here. I'm you should have turned it in, but you shouldn't go to right? jail because what are what, you? Ah! And, and should have gotten ten percent as a finder's fee. And the article also makes it and unclear it if he had spent any of the money. Now, right. if you just take it and you don't spend it, you could give it back. Should you go to jail? Yeah. Right. No. It'd be like, oh, my bad. Here, it's all here. You can count it if you want. I was looking for the owner. Wink, wink. Right here you I'm, go. Well. In the in the in the words of a semi-famous individual, I was conducting my own investigation, and have yet to find on the, the golf parties course. responsible. On the, he was out on the golf course conducting his own investigation, right? Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. It's a weird. It's Those a, sorts of investigations can take decades. It's I a hear. weird situation because obviously he owns up to taking the money, finding the money, and taking the money. But it did take them from. So he didn't lie. No, he never lied. No. What is he? 
It's he did not lie. He totally he owned kept it. He it safe. The money. the money was still there. So he he put the money in a safe location under his control. Mm-hmm. He began an investigation, which was so far fruitless. Mm. He never lied about it. He did not lie about it. It sounds to me like there's some concern about the derelict duties of the municipalities. Sounds to me like somebody should have gone so to law servants. school instead of pharmacy school. <laughs> I'm just saying. But the bottom line is... John would have been a really good lawyer. He, 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 but he owned up to it, so I think he's kind of screwed now. Like How is he real, screwed? He told the truth. Because right? of what you said. Stop talking. Get oh, a no, lawyer. He shut the hell up. Shut your mouth and get a lawyer. Right? Yeah, so shut the hell up. and Get a lawyer yeah. and yeah. shut up, and he's admitted to everything. $5,000, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm torn here. You should have turned it in, but also, you didn't do anything wrong. Right. I don't know. Should he do time? No. Once you make that initial momentary mistake mm-hmm. or yep. misjudgment, mm-hmm. I would, I would characterize yeah. it as a as a sure. momentary concern Lapse in for the sa- his safety because clearly civil servant at the time didn't have anybody's back, mm-hmm. so he mm-hmm. was concerned and wanted to get home to safe well, to a I, safe area I, I, where he could then discuss the alternatives. Yeah. The worst part is when Carrie said the cop wasn't paying attention. That's you, where, you that's said where I noticed the yeah. cop wasn't yeah. paying attention. Yeah. This is where it looks shady. That's where, where I was going with it when he when he he screwed himself when he said I saw the police officer in the car and he wasn't paying attention, so I just picked it up, tucked it under my arm, and walked Rather away. Rather than saying, right. Mr. Ossifer, I yeah. found this cash in this envelope, it, 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 but he was just kind of like kicking it underneath the car yeah. right la, loose la, lips la, la. sink yeah. ships so, i don't know it's it i you know you never know with with these stories sometimes there's not a lot of follow-up you know stay tuned after but uh yeah i just i don't think i i, I wouldn't have taken it i would have taken it to the bank and been like hey i found this in the parking lot or have gone over to the uh police car and be like hey i just found this i just that's because that's just not me like, my I, conscience would have eaten now me. i found a dollar oh, yeah. i found a dollar on the ground out here when i was running the other day and i i took it but it was a dollar and i looked around and there was nobody around so i took it it's different if you found a 20 on the ground and you look around so wait a minute you just described the same actions as this individual she didn't see a police officer and And it it wasn't in a bank bag with a label thank you she was smart enough not to mention anything about surrounding municipalities and civil servants on the ground it could have blown away from her house it could have been her dollar that blew away from her car i looked around I took it and came home. Yeah. So, what, how is your investigation going? Pretty good. Doing well. Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Doing well. Oh, yeah. it was my dollar. I I, I, hope. I will say, I not long ago, I was walking through the parking lot and I saw somebody's wallet. Mm. This was in the early morning, and I, I saw somebody's wallet and I was like, "Oh, that's not good." So I did pick it up because I don't want to deal with the people at the service desk. So I did open it up and I looked, and obviously the ID was in there, and I saw somebody walking in the area who sort of looked like the picture and i was like pardon me but is your name whatever and this dude i thought later he probably could have shot me mm-hmm. because he looked like yes and how do you know me he uh, was very yes he, he, it was one of those things like if, why are you if talking a, to if me if a stranger came up and yeah. said hey is your name whatever mm-hmm. yeah like that would throw you off too yeah no and i was like I think you may have lost your wallet. And he's like, no. And then he starts to grab for men, like you put right. your hand in your wallet pocket, and it's perfectly fine until you realize, uh, and I was like, I think this is yours. And he goes, oh, where'd you find that? And I'm like, it's right back here. And he was very appreciative. 
But but see, then you got a mitzvah out of that because somebody turned in your AirPods. Correct. I was just going to say that. Let's talk about turning things yeah, in. Yeah, that was, that was your Walmart Let's mitzvah. Let's talk about having a so conscience. So what would you turn in versus what would you not turn in? Ooh. Oh, there's, there's, there's the morality question. I would question. definitely turn in something that I thought would be sentimental. Like if I found a wedding ring in a parking lot, I would take it into Walmart. Oh, you're going service. to hell if you hawk that. Yeah, I would take that in. I would take a wallet in. If I found a $5 bill, I'd take it. If I found a $20 bill, I'd probably take it. Like, like take it and keep it. Take it and keep it. And just be like, yeah, whatever. Um, Maybe 20 I'd turn it. I don't know. I don't know what my cutoff is where I'd go turn it into customer service. But uh, my conscience would eat at me. Maybe anything less than $20 bill on the ground that I think is valuable. So like John's AirPods, I would turn in. iPhone, um, you would iPhone. turn in. I don't want any of that. I don't want your ID. I don't want your wallet. See, yeah. I don't want any of this. And plus, a credit card, like it means something to someone else. If you lose it, you know, oh, damn, I lost my wallet in the Walmart parking lot. You know, but so I'd say anything less than $20, I would uh, keep. keep. Okay. Because I don't know. It's a twenty dollar bill. Maybe I would keep a twenty dollar bill. Maybe I'd turn it in. Yeah, that's so the morality say. question. Yeah, is what's your what's your question. what's your yeah. cutoff for, for cutoff keeping like, versus yeah. versus yeah. turning I think in? Maybe if I found a ten, I would keep it. Maybe if I found a twenty, I'd turn it in. I don't know. There's a there's a teeter. There's a fine line there. A teeter totter. What if it wasn't? So obviously they're saying that this was a a. a marked bag of cash right. right that was and there were things in it that delineated it as the town's money but what if it was just like some briefcase y'all keep bringing up this town's money thing it don't matter whose money it is what if it was an unmarked suitcase and or briefcase i would case. turn it in i don't want it i don't i don't want it i don't want anything to do with that you don't want that juju what if you found the mob's money yeah you were gonna die. Yeah, you don't want. Yeah, you I don't, don't want that you juju. Want, yeah. yeah. Okay, John. What's they your? They investigate what's, a little faster than these municipalities mm, in Connecticut. What's too. your cutoff? Well, first of all, I would follow all pertinent policy anytime um, on property of the company. Okay. What you're course. not. You're, Ooh, you're, get, you're, so you're at EKU in the parking lot, or you're somewhere else where you haven't taken an oath. Or you're, Honestly, you're the big Fayette thing Mall is you're at something. Shamrocks in the parking lot. Right, yeah. You find a twenty dollar bill. Oh yeah. Well, the one of the problems there is you look at well, which business do I give it to? Because I would give it to the business that I was at, but there's so many other businesses in that area. It could have been anybody. And it. My friend owns one of them. I mean, that's one of those things is you never know. As Heather rightly points out, I do not want your iPhone because you can find me. Like, I'm not the person. I don't want to deal, quite frankly, with the hassle of how do you fence an iPhone? Where do I go to do that? You have to show an ID. Then you're on camera. Like, that's a world I don't need to be in. It's not worth it to me. The um, AirPods I can't use. I don't want anything sentimental because then you sort of get cursed. I don't want any part of that. Um I also, to some degree, I think what would happen if that was mine, like you would, you would sort of freak out because phones are not just conveyances or entertainment. They're hugely important. Lifelines. At this point, yeah. People don't know phone numbers And anymore. then it becomes a huge <laughs> hassle. Facts, like, right? how do I turn it off? How do I go get another one? What's this going to cost me? Mm-hmm. All that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. For, it's not worth it for me. Cash is where it becomes more difficult. There's a point at which, like, I don't care. Um... $50 is going to be a big deal to somebody. 20 bucks is probably a big deal to somebody. But then you get to 4 or $5, it's almost a hassle. Yeah. Like, where am I going to go find the... I don't, unlike Sean, I don't go and find places and revel in the fact that they accept cash. It would take me a month to spend four actual dollars in cash. I think a $100 <laughs> bill... What am I going to do I think a $100 bill is my cutoff. 
I wouldn't turn in a hundred. You would not? No. Anything over a hundred I would. If I found a hundred dollar bill in the parking lot, that's mine. So a fifty, a hundred, a twenty is yours. Yeah. Yep. So you said over a hundred dollar bill. Over like if I found two hundred or three hundred or four hundred, oh, then may yeah, yeah, I might. I would consider it. But uh it was I would at least consider it. But a hundred dollars, if I saw a hundred dollar bill laying in a parking lot, yeah, that's mine. On this week's episode of Scruples. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's an interesting question. Like if if you were walking to the stadium. Yeah. Like you'd never there's no way you'd, you'd never ever find, find anybody. It. So I mean they dropped and it, they're bad. I free mean, beer, free beer money. And I mean, right? it, it honestly it happens to us. Yeah. People were like did somebody turn in 50 bucks? Well, of course not. No. And if they did, people are like, this money's out here. Because people will turn it in. So then you're like, well, what's it look like? Yeah. It's $50. It like? I don't know. It's got it Grant. It has a dude it's, on it. It's got Grant on it. They don't it's know that. It's got President Grant on people it. It's don't green. Know it's got but some see, cream. I know that. So then maybe like if I said that, then, oh, look, that's, I identify that correctly. It is like, President Grant. Yeah. What are you, you going to do? Ask what's the serial number? I don't Who's know. Who's on the 100? Ben Franklin. Oh, very good. Ooh. Yes. See, we could identify that bill. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's an interesting question, it right? Just, I just don't is. want the just negative as a, juju, what, 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 Well, I think any any object, like a ring or, or necklace or something like that, a lot of I'm times... I'm talking about the money, too. Like, I don't well, want that. Now, now, a lot of times, if I see something like that just laying on the ground, I don't just walk on past it. I just leave it. Like, I'm not even picking it up or nothing. Like I, I didn't see anything. That ain't my business. Coins, that ain't my problem. I've done that like if they're doing like fundraisers or things like you go in and that's where the money goes mm. like if you turn in money to certain places and nobody claims it it ends up the policy is supposedly it is, uh-huh. it is then donated to like the children's miracle network oh, or one uh-huh. of the fundraising huh. things um so like money that you have that people refunds people didn't get now that ch- kind of change thing. i'm picking up do all you know anything about fundraising carrie no okay i do not um <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, but uh, yeah, I think any any object like a ring or something like that. Honestly, I'm I'm looking at it and I'm being like, mm, no, nah, somebody else can deal with that. I'm moving on. Same, yeah. Because honestly, if you're the person that lost it, it may take a few hours. You may double back, but you may. It's like when you once left, you realize it's gone, right? you start thinking, oh my god, where have I been? Well, it's like when you left your cell phone in the basket at Total Wine. Remember that? Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. So then you start thinking, where have I been? And you hope it hasn't been five Location hours, services. Yeah. Yep. And it wasn't. So anyway. All right. Last question here before we, we talk about our tasty beverages that we've been we've been having. So Will Levis a couple of weeks ago, like last week, now two weeks ago, whatever. Who? What Will Just Le- kidding. Will, right. <laughs> um, he signed a deal with um, Unilever who sells... Soap. Dove and but they Soaps. also are Hellman's mayonnaise yeah. right and that's his big yeah. thing with the mayonnaise and the coffee. All I so think of is soap. they're giving him a lifetime supply of Hellman's mayonnaise, Perfect. right? So here's the question: What would you want a lifetime supply of? Not money. It has to be a product. Oh. It has to be a product, a physical, tangible product that. And you know, I know so on some of these game shows, like oh, you want a lifetime supply of turtle wax? Which, if you look at the disclaimer, it's like thirty thousand cases or your, you know, whatever comes first, right? You know what comes to mind first, and this is so silly? Hershey Kisses. Oh, okay. I love Lifetime Supply of Hershey's yeah. Kisses. Okay. I'm trying to think of things I buy all yeah. the time, but yeah, I yeah. love Hershey's. So I'm, I'm thinking like something I buy all the time. At first I was thinking coffee, but like K-Cups, like, mm-hmm. but... From the Keurig could be obsolete in a few years. Then I have a that's lifetime fair. supply yeah, that's of a good, Keurig. That's a good thought. Yeah. K-Cups. So yeah. something like chocolate, like, 
Um, maybe bourbon, maybe like my favorite bourbon, but chocolate's the first thing that comes to mind, which is weird. I don't know why I was like, Oh, cause maybe because Hershey Kisses has been around my whole life and they've not changed. Oh yeah. So something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that or that's that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's decent. I mean, for me, hair products, just kidding. (laughs) If you, if you did pick something like that, you'd have to pick something that it was a staple that hasn't that's a Hershey foundational thing that's not changed. <laughs> I love Hershey with almonds. Like you don't want the gummy nerd clusters or something no, that just something, came out. But that, like I said, it's never changed my whole life. Yeah. Hershey Kiss and then the Hershey Kiss with almond, you know. So. You could probably choose mounds or something that nobody ever uses. No one's ever messed with. So they like, can give you the 15 they have yeah, and like mayonnaise, it's never gone. And mayonnaise is never going away. I thought she was going to ask me what would you do with the mayonnaise and I was going to say deviled eggs and John would oh, be excited. Ugh, but yeah, no. No, what product would you like a lifetime yeah. supply of? Tomato pie, that would be good. Yeah. That would be, so what product would you like a lifetime um, supply of? Well, actually, I think Heather may have struck the answer, which is bourbon. Bourbon. Um, the problem, though, is I you'd have you I figured you'd say fizzy water because you buy that stuff so crazy. Well, but like, like crazy. you said, things you purchase regularly. Regularly. Well, I didn't say regular. I just said it had That's to be a, what I, I said. I just said it had to be a product, not No, I said something. One thing in a stuff I buy all the time. I love chocolate and bourbon. So. Something yeah. you really like. like yeah. Honestly, like smoked wings. Big fan. Yeah. Um, but like I'm not doing chicken. There was a point about three years ago where toilet paper might have been high on the list. Facts. People would say, Fair. So yeah. you don't yeah. have to think about yeah. that again. Yeah. Electricity. Hand sanitizer would have been on your list. That yeah. That would have been high. Yeah. Now, not so much. Yeah. Bourbon would be Bourbon. one thing, but it's it's one of those things like if a genie gave you the, the choices, you mm-hmm. better be specific. Yes. Yeah. Or else you're going to end up getting... Yeah. Well, it's technically bourbon that yeah. turns out it's from upstate right. New York. I didn't ask for Yum. Sean's collection of rejects. I asked Technically, for some Technically, some lawyer would consider that to qualify. And Black Button? No, that's not what I asked no. for. Yeah, you, you would have to be, the, with the gin, yeah. you would have to be specific. Oh. But yes, it's interesting to think of like, what could I handle a lifetime supply of? What's yours? Right? God, what did I say? Uh, I don't even remember. I asked this on GBS too, but I thought it would be a fun topic for this show. Probably beer. Also, no, it really wasn't beer. Um, I honestly don't remember. I think it was like chicken livers or something like that something from, from Ramsey's. Yeah. Like, Ramsey's chicken livers. Like something that I really liked. Yeah, I could think I could handle like See, a lifetime supply. Is, I wondered when I read this article, like, I know that a lot of times they, the legalese of these things is that that means... Like for sandwiches, whatever they say, that means you get twelve pizzas per month. Right. Twelve yeah. pizzas per year. Yeah. Or fifteen pizzas per year for fifteen or thirty years. Or right. Something like yeah. That. Yeah. There's a there's a, a definitive amount because of time. Because the, right? the idea yeah, of, yeah. if you get pizzas for life, you can't throw a pizza party for fifty. Right. Every other weekend. Right. Because you're going to end up running these people out of the business. Sure. So one of the things I've always wondered is like if he does get, let's say that means. 700 jars of mayonnaise Mm -hmm. and the company's like you know what we're going to offload this liability do you have a garage yeah I don't want to be housing 700 jars of mayonnaise. Right. Well, and also it's it's like it's like the Seinfeld episode, right? Where Kramer wins the uh, <laughs> where he gets burned with the with the with the coffee, the oh, latte, yeah. and he wins the, the the lifetime supply of cafe lattes. He's like, I can have as many cafe lattes as I want. It says it right here, right? And he's like, you know, running down the street. So I feel like that. Yeah, a lot of these places like will put in like a, an indemnity clause. Is oh, that yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. One so, a day, one a week. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Something like dental care would be high on my list. Yeah. Um, something that yeah. would increase in value or potentially could either either would increase exponentially in value or de- or in cost or decrease in yeah. 
quality or availability, something like a car. Like if I wanted every new version Lifetime of, supply of, cars. of a Toyota Highlander or something. Yeah. Like if I if I signed a contract so that for my lifetime I was able to get yeah. a new version of every a car. Every two years or something. At, min- at, at least two years between selections. Yeah. But I could do that, and maybe every time you update models, I would get an option. That's oh, probably something I would, I would do. food. I could have thought of different things for material things, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, and it could be, like I say, but I, I think it would be interesting to pick, pick your product wisely like that, because I'm saying any product. So yeah. it's it's not money, but a tangible, And it has to be like, around physical, forever. Like sure. I picture she yeah. kisses. They've been around my whole life. They're right. not going to change. So that's smart. That is smart, is try to pick something that's not going to go away. Consistent. Right, consistent. consistent. It's going to be, be like consistent. Campbell's Soup or... Kellogg, something that you know has been around your whole life yeah. that's not changed. In, but it, in, it, in my mind, it doesn't have to be a food stuff. Right. So the car thing is interesting. That is interesting. It depends on who right. you want. Like you if could I won sell from those. A, yeah. Oof. If I won from a home builder, like I could get a new home every 10 years. Oh, or sell those. What a pain in the but butt. But then you'd have to move. What a pain in the ass. No, no. So I don't know. It's a, it's a fun, interesting question to think about. And you know I what think, I wouldn't pick? What? I would not pick a lifetime supply of America's Cup tickets with that Buddy Merkin or whatever that guy's name is. I would also pass on a lifetime supply of Dave Matthews Band tickets. <gasps> Ooh, I'd rather be deaf. Ouch. Ooh. That hurts. It's a lot of bullshit I not would not me, take. Not me, Heather. I, I don't care. I wouldn't, I'm just I wouldn't pick it either. It's a lot yeah. of bullshit I would not take. But I, I guarantee you that if you if you did win like a car, cars or something like that, there would be a clause in there that said you couldn't sell them. Well, I would honestly, I'd be good with that because I'd turn them back in. Yeah. So, like, if I had essential, it's called a, a lease. Perpetual it's lease. called a lease. <laughs> but if I had but a, a perpetual, perpetual lease, lease yeah, that I never had to pay a dime for. Right. And that, you could drive it as many miles as you wanted. I would, right. I would, it would be a, a. You watch. I bet there's something in there. But probably. honestly, I would do that. I would have a, a a lifetime perpetual lease for a particular brand of car. Yeah. So then. I would choose to trade it out, but I'd never have to pay anything. I'd never have to pay if it went over. Yeah. I could be like, I hate the color. I'm here again. <laughs> They'd hate me too. This center console sucks. Let's have this yeah. year's model. Yeah, like, yeah. There's yeah. a weird rattle. Yeah. Real, weird rattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My so, bricks are doing that. Uh, it's a fun, it's a fun interesting question. It's a, fun, it's a, interesting, it's a question. interesting question to think about. So here, uh, another fun, interesting question to think about. So first of all, we had a cocktail. Heather made us a cocktail. It was very delicious. Okay. What was it? This was a blueberry old fashioned. Okay. I made it for y'all probably over a year been ago a while. when I first it's came been on a the minute. show. Yeah, yeah. And I remember John saying his favorite cocktail that I ever made was either the blueberry or the blackberry. And I can't remember. I thought it was blueberry. It, this was very good. I love them both. So I made this was good. So I made my homemade blueberry simple syrup last night. Um, two failed attempts or one failed attempt. I made the first batch and it turned into jelly. And I was oh. like, what am I doing wrong? So I researched what I was doing wrong, and I needed to mash the berries as I was boiling them and uh, yeah. go on a lower heat. I went too high, and I made essentially jam. I was very upset with myself. I had to go to the store last night, get blueberries. I'm like hell-bent on making this. So blueberry old-fashioned, just I used some super high-proof bourbon, about a tablespoon of homemade blueberry simple syrup, mm-hmm. and some bitters. I mix my bitters. I'm weird. I use the Anagostora and some um, or- orange from... The place I get it, will it? And mm-hmm. then that's, that's it. What, that's that's it. what it was. It was the orange. I love blueberry and orange. I just think that berries and I love blackberry and orange and blueberry and orange. I just think they play off each other well. And you're supposed to use regular bitters. And I'm like, how can I make this my own? So it is really delicious. Thank you. Yeah, it was bourbon really good. forward exactly. drink. Definitely, like John said yeah. it was pretty 
fruity but mm-hmm. also balanced. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. All right. The first I, initially, that's what you got was that that blueberry mm-hmm. sort of sweetness, mm-hmm. which uh-huh. I really liked. But then you got the a very good quality bourbon flavor that was pretty strong, which is yep. what I like. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally agree. It was it was really good. I'm glad you liked it. Um, and you used a little bit I think, a higher proof bourbon. I did. But, which I did. which you also blinded us with. Yes. And we had, we need we needed kind of same bourbon and that's yeah. the I thing. Used both. Is it, so. Yeah, same, same I knew and that both. I could mix an old hmm. fashioned and that you. you as bourbon drinkers, y'all would appreciate it. Mm. So, what are we thinking? Proof. I already told you it's high, so you know it's not ninety. No, I mean I'm guessing at least a hundred. It's okay. not much over a hundred, in my opinion. My first thought when I had it in the in the drink, the second the second sip of the mixed beverage to me was, I thought it was very warm. Mm-hmm. It is hot. I, I thought didn't think it was super hot though. See, I, really I thought didn't. it was a hundred. It's definitely over a hundred. I thought it was at one one hundred five, one ten. Okay. When I tried it by itself, and it's excellent. It's really the good. The nose is really good, mm-hmm. but it's very, it's very well balanced. It's not, like it's not astringent. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's a bourbon. Okay. I'm going 105 in the 105 to 110 range. Okay. There are, to me, there is some vanilla and some caramel, but it's not overly sweet, so I don't okay. think it's weeded. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's weeded I don't get either. The spearmint thing, so I okay. think it is a true. Bourbon. I don't get like a super harsh rye or anything like that, so I do think it is a true bourbon. I think it's fairly smooth. It may be a touch hot, but I don't think it's overly hot. It's good not legs. super hot. Definitely good legs. Again, I'm awful at guessing distilleries, so don't even no, ask don't me. I'm terrible nice at that. Finish. But a good finish Very and a, really good in a cocktail. I'm glad. So I will say okay. I will say that too. But but the best part about the cocktail is it is complementary to a cocktail, mm-hmm. but it still provides you a bourbon flavor to yes. a cocktail that is not you don't just feel like it's yeah. a sweet fruit beverage that mm-hmm. somebody has to tell so, you or convince you it you price, put bourbon in. Price point. point what is would my you next get? Question. Yeah, price point. Well, after last week's show, which, by the way, thank you, Chad, for leaving some of that, because that was amazing. Yeah. And for such cheap bourbon. Right. Which wow. we found out later was not. Yeah. Um, I clearly do not know the market on these things, because that was amazing stuff. Um, and thanks, Ben. Yeah, thanks, for Ben. For providing yeah. the bottle. Absolutely. And Chad for actually, for saving yeah. me something. That so was what do you think too. the price point on this is? I, I'm guessing 45 that's oh, what I'm I think say. it's way more than that. You think it's higher than that? I would say it's way more than that. It's 80? I would have thought it was double that. Oh, wow. Okay. My initial thought was 65. It's. I would honestly, it's a terrible RIP Bob Barker. So if I was going, <laughs> if it's my price without going over, I would say 115. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I, I think it's, Heather's not as cheap as I am. So that makes me, like, I have to factor that into it. That's true. Um, I have to then think about, it's well balanced, so that means I don't know that it's aged because I don't get that. Oh, how? Yeah, what is the age? What do you think the age statement is? If there's an age statement, which is unlikely in today's world, my guess is four to six. I would say six. Um, so I think it's high. I think it's a moderately high proof mm-hmm. over the bonded. I think the age is four to six. I think it's a quality. To me, it's quality. It's well balanced. Yeah. it's got good flavor. Yeah, I do think it's a bourbon. So I would go. Ninety dollars. Oh, so and you're you going? Said, to, I said forty five, but I'm okay. probably I'm terrible at guessing prices. Okay. So I, yeah, I'm probably back. come so, on down. I'm just so kidding. so okay. yeah, what is it? So on this episode of Me and the Lewises, I have brought you um, something that I actually got to pick. Oh, ah, really? This is a I'm shocking, John. Right now, this is a bullet 
single barrel. So about 60 bucks that I picked with Adam for Manchester Music Hall. And it's about 104 proof, I believe. Okay, so. And I don't know if there's an age statement on there, but usually about six is what I'm guessing. And this would sell for 60 bucks in the store. It it runs hot, and I'll tell you why. So I try, Adam brought this to us the other night at the Tracy Lawrence concert at Manchester because I had been asking, like, hey, where's that? Was that good? It was good. He's, he's really good. good. He's good. So you you could have been with us. I should have invited. Sorry, I didn't know. Last minute decision. Here we go. Um, I like old so, country people. So I tried to drink this, but I had already had a Mirror Twin White Girl Wasted and two vodka drinks. I couldn't drink it. It was so hot. I put it. Oh, I, I pushed it away. I was like, oh, no. Now, if I start with this and I acclimate my palate, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I could not drink bourbon that night. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I did an initial shot. Thank you, Adam. We toasted. And then Matt poured me a little more, and I was like, nope. Huh. But I asked him today, I was like, I got to take this to Carrie and John, because one, it'll make a great old-fashioned, because it's so hot to it me, did, high yeah, proof. Yeah. And two, it's it's we picked this. So we, I'm not going to lie, everything we tried there was great. We had a hard time. Normally, you get four to six picks or whatever, and you sometimes you feel like you're picking the shiniest turd. Each one of these was amazing, and we had a hard time. But we picked this one, I believe, because we didn't want a ton of bottles, and this one yielded the least. It had the most angel share taken out of it. Mm. It was probably why we went there, because who wants to be stuck with, like, 200 bottles, yeah. you know? So, bullet. And it's, uh, I will say it's only 104. Yeah. 104. So, I mean. You were, you said 105. I said one. I said 100. You, between the two of you, oh, you yeah. nailed Closest it. without so going over. You, Thank you, Bob. No, Ooh. I said 105, so you win. Okay. And then Read you the both were correct on the age statement. You were both correct between the price. You were way too high, and she was way too, like, medium. A little low. A little yeah. low. So, I'm, yeah. So, the fascinating thing to me is I remember the first time we ever tried Bullet yes. was in the basement of Pazzo's yes. 100 years ago. And it wasn't that good. And they brought this out, and I'm like, this is not good. But they gave us a whole bunch of little um, of the little whiskey glasses mm-hmm. that were oddly shaped, and they had this sort of, I won't call it Braille bottles, but it's raised. sort of raised lettering. Mm-hmm. Um, in a glass. And it was one of those things that you're like, this isn't really that great. And then I tried that, um, I bought some of that Bullet Double Strength that I thought was good but too hot and not balanced. This may be one of the best They've things I've tried way. from there. They've come a long way. They long really way. have. Yeah. Um, and that's Easily. this is really good. It's pretty well balanced. It's just it's it. a touch hot. It's not super sweet. Yeah. It doesn't it's warmer than a one oh four. But I think it makes it I'm great. It's a good cocktail. And one. you know why I thought you would like it? Because Everybody knows if I've made you a cocktail at my house, bullet rye is my go-to yeah, rye. Right. Like, it's legit. Yeah, so it's that and, and the so, maker's, right? right. Yeah. Well, my rye is bullet, but I, maker's cask okay. is my yeah, yeah. go-to. Is your go-to for, for... And again, cask. Yeah. Like, Matt and I had this conversation, like, oh, you're making the Lewis's old fashions. What do they think of, like, high proof? Oh, yeah, they can handle it. And he's like, you know, when you make your traditional old fashioned in our house, you reach for the cask strength mm-hmm. maker's. Your bourbon drinker, who or your baby bourbon drinker who's just getting into it, can't handle right, that. Yes. Your experienced bourbon drinker is going right. to enjoy that. And it's funny because right. we actually had this conversation last night in the fact that um, Shamrock's picks, they do they do barrel picks now. Uh-huh. And we've bought some just like, to, especially to support their support program them, right. and everything. Yeah. And, you know, they... you don't want them stuck with 200 bucks. Right. You but don't. they had a, like the last pick before this, this current one that I'm going to talk about here in a second that they did was a, it was a, a Knob Creek... Right? Was it? It was a Knob Creek 
Um, but it was it was they they the the sticker they think it was a Steelers like theme right oh yeah I would buy it so we 100%. we 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 bought it or whatever. Why is that? I actually thought it was pretty good Steelers Nation yeah so this last pick that they just came out with was uh from Trace it was just a basic Buffalo Trace ninety nice. proof nice and it was a Bengals bottle it was a Joe Burrow okay. theme kind of thing probably went off the shelf it here. did yeah we tried to buy one last night and it is gone <laughs> where was that where who was selling it Shamrocks yeah. Shamrock. They, they, oh, they were selling these it. These are Shamrocks barrels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They're selling it at both Shamrocks locations in the cellar because, oh, wow. they, but okay. it, it was gone. Um, but it was only ninety proof. So you know, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that it was Trace because people want the Trace. It was the Bengals thing. I think those were the two main reasons why it flew off the shelf. That's my opinion. I think. I think it's more that it was the Buffalo Trace thing. Yeah. Because it's... I mean, it people was, want Trace. It was $65, which is too high, but I support it because mm-hmm. I'm, I support the fact that they're doing this. Because I want them to continue to do barrel continue picks. Continue yeah, I really the do. The more they do, the more success they and have. And they did the a bullet they, they did a bullet barrel pick, too. They did a bullet too, barrel pick. Which we had pores of. We didn't buy it, but we had pores was of it. Was it as good as mine? As mine? No. It, was, it wasn't as good as yours, but it was still... I thought it was, it was decent. No, well, that's what I'm saying. It was... Heretofore, that was the best... A bullet product I've had that single barrel mm-hmm. because that's when we talked about. It. I didn't know they did single barrel uh, picks. Yeah. yeah, and we've I've seen a couple others since then. This I think is the best. I, again, it it shocks me because it drinks much. It drinks with much more flavor mm-hmm. than a 104, but it may be because, yeah. like you pointed out, of the Angel Share, it's so the flavors condensed, are so condensed right. and so lots of berry for me. I'm That's tasting good. berries. And well, and that was the other thing is the reason we kind of hemmed and hauled on on getting. I thought it was the berries from that, but uh, it, it yeah. well could be that. We could, the, one of the reasons that when they first announced this this pick that they had with this Buffalo Trace and this, this Joe Burrow thing, we kind of hemmed and hauled on it because John was like, "Yeah, it's sixty five dollars and it's Trace and it's ninety proof and that's kind of that's baby bourbon right that's yeah. it. so and then ultimately when we decided he decided he wanted one it was too late <laughs> and and fun fact i don't know what this pick was named so chad uh. named it with adam matt has the stickers and no one will tell me matt dropped the stickers off a I friday it was night the chicken liver thing maybe but they still haven't proved it to me so adam oh. matt had the stickers to drop off to adam on friday night and he wouldn't show me on purpose i kept saying what does it say he's like uh. oh and he was playing it off Chad and Adam named it based on our suggestions. I don't. I hope it's Heather's chicken liver yeah. or something. Yeah, I funny. thought it was a chicken. But I don't liver know thing. what it is because so I don't know what this pick is called yet. Right. And there's no sticker on this bottle, but there's there would not. be. I brought it to you. But this I literally brought from the underground like back room of Manchester Music Hall. So oh, when, when deep in the bunker, <laughs> deep in the bunker, when yeah. it is available, do you know where it's going to be available at? I like, don't. Maybe Manchester. Manchester will think. definitely have it. Okay. Like, yeah. So for you, sure. Manchester will sell okay. it for sure. And I don't believe it's going to a liquor store, but it'll probably be at Manchester because I had a case of it that was going to Chad. I don't know why Chad bought a case, but Chad's getting a case okay. and it's in my car. Okay. So All right. I don't know. Okay. But, but Manchester you, will sell we'll our sell it. bullet. And I know you, you've laughed at the Braille bottle, but this reminds me of something you've seen in every Western you've ever seen oh, in your yes. entire oh, life. Yeah. Like turn of the century. Well, like it even says this, frontier whiskey right, This old it, right? frontier. Yeah. I love this as much as I love, what is it? The high West. That's all mm-hmm. like iridescent. I love all the old fashioned um, bottles yeah. that look like they're from. From the old West. 
West. Hellboy. Yeah, yeah, Old West. This yeah. is one of my favorite bottles. From a ghost I've always town. thought that yeah. the, the style of the bottle is just an oversized version of a flask. It, it is. is. Like you'd, 100%. You'd, you'd put a that, flask that won't a cowboy that would put that in your yeah. pocket. Yeah. 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 Me and my giant flask. That's yeah. what I, another gift. thing I love about it. It's a giant flask. I love this. It's plain, but. Yeah, fun, fun pick. Good pick. Yeah, yeah I'm good glad pick. you liked it. Thanks yeah. for sharing. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Yeah. That's all you yeah. guys. Yeah, you can thank finish you. that. Oh, well, yeah. thank you very much. All right. Presents. End of the show. Shout outs. As we record, it's Labor Day weekend. So tomorrow, I'd like to shout out Chad and Jen who celebrate their wedding anniversary. My friend Kelly turns 45. And I'm going to shout out Carrie just for being a friend. She knows why. And I'm going to leave it at that. John. Oh, let's see. Uh, first, I'd like to shout out Ben because that was a wonderful bottle, and it was very kind of him to to uh, provide that to the show. Thanks to Chad for not bogarting it and actually bring it to us. And the thought and that Chad you left a pour, me a pour right? was yeah. very, very kind. It was kind so of him. good. It was so good that he wanted to leave you a pour, which is saying something because it. I had to play the game of like, what is it? I did the whole thing, and I was miserable at it. Um, <laughs> It, it reminded me yet one more time about the rye. Like, I can't figure out how to do rye anymore because it's not that spearmint, peppermint sort of thing. That's what I always pinned my knowledge of rye on mm-hmm. was that Oh, Sean and that, I, I didn't guess it was rye at all. But that's what I'm saying. It was that spearmint gum. Mm-hmm. Like, it always was that white spearmint gum I've that I've never done had. that. I just go, if it's too hot for me, yeah, it's, it's a, a rye. rye. But see, I've, well. <laughs> Girls you, are different. We don't taste spearmint. Lord, here we go. When you climb the ladder with Chad, and he convinces you, just one more rung. It's just one more rung. It's because he chews tobacco, and it tastes like spearmint. Now, that's possible. Oh, He's tasting the spearmint yeah, in, the tri- in the dip. Oh. We don't possible. taste dip. I couldn't tell you what tobacco tastes like. I've never had a cigarette or... Or tobacco. I never my- <laughs> thought about that, but he does. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, wow. It's We talked about this last night. Mind blown. We've Chad has one rung at a time brought us up the ladder to the point now where I'm like, I don't <laughs> drink baby bourbon. I don't do that crap. Screen my palate. Kaboom. 90 proof. <laughs> it may not be his responsibility. Yeah. Okay, so shout out to him. Uh, so shout out to Chad for bringing it to us and leaving me a sample. That was very kind. Um I would honestly, I'd like to shout out Nebraska. That was one of the most um, so bad, rememberable. That was one of those memorable things I've seen when they had over ninety thousand. Oh, people the volleyball in the football thing! Stadium yeah, to yeah. Watch a volleyball the game. volleyball thing was impressive. So the football team stinks. Astounding, record breaking. Yeah, it was amazing. The logistics, and they won. Mm-hmm. the cost, doing the whole thing, and people loved it. People ate it up. Um, one of the people we were with last night, their their daughter well, Ava, Ava, Ava. She plays she volleyball. Plays volleyball. So we were oh, talking nice. about that, and she was really excited about that. Um, also, thoughts and prayers to Nebraska because it, you went from the highest to highs to the lowest to lows. Eleven points you scored. Congratulations. Thoughts and prayers. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Sometimes things happen, but that was another heartbreaker. Mm. Uh, let's see what else. I'm trying. I mean. I thought people did a good job at the previous at the football game. That was good. I thought that things went generally well. Mm-hmm. Kudos to the 165 people that joined the UK marching band. Well, the UK band. So I won't sad. say marching because they Pathetic. don't move. Pathetic. Um, They're just sad. The stationary band. Well, it's name. just. It, First of all, they don't use uniforms. Second, because apparently it was too warm. Um, secondly, they don't march, so they're just a band. 
because that's a group of people and that's really all they are. Instrument blowers. Let's just call them yeah. the UK instrument blowers. They were blowing blowers. something. Yeah. There were 165 <laughs> high schoolers that joined them, which actually made them look moderately respectable. Yeah. So that was nice. It's going to be sad next week. Otherwise, that was about it. Would you like to shout out Florida's offensive line? Uh, no, I would like to shout out uh, Bayou Billy and the fact that he has 157 offensive coaches, well, assistant coaches, period. They have two offensive line coaches, yet they still fielded two people with the same number on the same play in one game. And these people, there are two kids with number three. This harkens back to an era not so very long ago that was very traumatic for us here at Commonwealth Stadium. But you look at that, and there are two kids with the same number. And it's not like they were on opposite sides of the field. They stood by each other. Like it was a Spider-Man meme It was a Spider-Man meme in life. And I guarantee you, that dude who was the official that's 98 years old from the SEC is like, somebody's gaslighting me here, right? This is a test. (laughs) This is like a dementia test. There are two of you. I've not been concussed. This is not going to work. Yeah. I would also like to shout out that jackass at South Carolina who put 13 men on the field and still couldn't stop. Beamer ball sucks. North Carolina from scoring. You suck. And so do most of your teammates. That's what you get when you put a former quarterback as your running back. You have a 400-pound receiver. It's not going to work. And I love every minute of it. Is that it? Until I can think of more, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, so I would like to shout out Heather and Oni for giving me awesome birthday gift. Oh, uh, super you're cool! Welcome. It was a, it's like a, a Guns N' Roses like flannel thing that it's gonna have to get cool. It was really yeah, cool. yeah super, super yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's gonna have to get cooler out so I can wear it. Like I probably just wear it like oh, like as an over shirt or something. But it's still it's super cool. It's like a one like a a, a a limited item type of thing, which is really awesome. I love I'm the colors. Like yeah, yeah, colors. Like it was color, weird because yeah. I looked at that and I'm like, it is the whole logo in terms yeah, of in colors color. yeah. in a play? Yeah. And, yeah. and I told Carrie Matt ordered this for you like six maybe eight months ago yeah. he's like I got Carrie this oh, that's very for cool. her birthday I was like damn I gotta wait till August to give it to her but she won't wear it till October anyway yeah. super so, awesome yeah. I can't I can't and wait I can't wait to me, wear it yeah. he told me what size she wears in a flannel and it's big it's, it's but, really but big it's, on her it's, but it's, it's like a jacket, jacket. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a jacket yeah no it's gonna be great I can't wait till it gets cooler so I can wear it out it's really cool colors super cool so I appreciate that and I also want to shout out to secondary Carrie for making me a one of a kind uh, shirt that uh, she she listens actually she listens to this show she actually listens to GBS in full I, I you know I can't believe it but uh, I am currently wearing the shirt and it is super awesome yes it fits uh, but it is an ode to a news of the weird story that we had on GBS several months ago about uh, a Japanese making trash collection a sport Ooh. yes wow. so yeah. It's Spagomi? Spagomi, yes. It, smells, it sounds Spagomi like Spamoni, world champs, yeah. which I love. It does. So there's a Spagomi World Champs. They're trash picker-uppers. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Sean knew about this. And Is there some old man that was in charge of this you know, years ago? I've talked about on GBS. I've yeah. heard this story. Yes. It's so a sport. It's, yeah. a, it's a sport. It's called Spagomi. I said that I would totally wear a Spagomi World Champ shirt, and uh, she made Amazing. it. It's yeah. so cool. And yeah. that was true. It, 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 it is. And, and rewind it. to GNR. Carrie and I will see them on Wednesday night. Yes. And I have already got my email about all the stuff that I have to do for my high-end tickets. And so, yeah. I'm so excited. Stay tuned for that. Is Uh, Buckethead with them anymore? God, 
No, God, get oh. out. Just get out oh. of here. Just get out of your own house. I can't even. He's the one that wore a chicken bucket on his Yeah, head, right? but we're not going to, I'm not going to discuss it. We're not going to talk about that. Oh. Okay. So I think we're that done. That must have been Chinese democracy. Yeah, this, this is a good episode. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, it's a good episode. Thank you for yeah. joining us on this week of Me and the Lewises. <laughs> right? Yeah, so I'm telling you, as long as I'm here and two other people are here, we're going we to roll episode. Three-fifths rule, y'all. We are Three-fifths. Gone. Yes, we go. The rule is you and two. It, that's exactly right. You and two. Me and two. See, I can't say that. It's, it's, yeah, no, it's right. for all of us. It's you yeah. and two. Oh, you and two. Oh. You and two. It works for everybody. But there's yeah. only one who two. can control the board. Actually, so. well, that's a lie. I was looking for a title, so I think that's going to be it. That's a lie. Yeah, I like that. YouTube has taught us everything. We could do this. Okay, good luck. Have a good week. Actually, I would sabotage the board. Ha-ha. Thanks for listening. We're going to go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we are going to Happy go. Labor Day weekend. Yeah, thanks. Bye, y'all. Yeah, thanks for listening to go us. Go Tigers. Oh, God Go bless. Tigers. God bless. Oh, uh, if you know what. Beat the Knowles, dude. If you know, you know. And if you don't, you probably shouldn't. Anyway. We'll see. It's, we'll see in some iteration. Some nice iteration of, see, of Florida, you. Florida, screwed yeah. to conference. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> see ya. Bye-bye. Go Tigers.